0: Welcome back. In this week's episode, we discuss Elon Musk securing a deal with Twitter, the Ministry of Truth, and the Supreme Court striking down Roe v. Wade. I'm Luke.
1: And I'm Rhodey. And this is the Right Side of the Compass Podcast.
0: So, Rhodey, how was your weekend?
1: My weekend was good. Um, it was really good. It was a beautiful day. Sunday went on a hike with some friends and it was good oh that's good that's good uh by the way ladies you should slide into our
0: dms at the right side of the compass podcast to wish roadie a happy birthday how old are you um, roadie
1: thank you thank you I am 26 oh which my god means that I will be getting off uh the old parents insurance so Yay. yeah might as well you know And I don't know what to do. I'm basically dead. (laughs) Oh, well. Uh,
0: is, Is that... do you? Are you off the parents' insurance this year or next
1: year? By the end of this month. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So I need to scramble to find something.
0: Do you need to, though? Is that, like, really necessary?
1: I mean, I don't need to. But, I mean, if something ever were to happen, then... You know, I don't want my entire life savings to just, you know, poof, disappear. Uh, fair enough. I hear that. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I guess that's true. All right. Well, regardless, that's um, good that you went on a hike and you enjoyed yourself. I'm glad you enjoyed your Sunday. So that's good. Anyways, we want to continue providing content for you, dear listener, but we need your help. Smash that like button share the video with your friends and subscribe to the channel. In addition, we are on all of your favorite podcast platforms elsewhere. You can reach out to us by DMing us at the right side of the compass on Instagram or by commenting on the video. Anyways, let's get down to our first topic of discussion and I think this was the big one. Elon Musk and Twitter come to a tentative agreement.
1: Yeah, I was shocked. I did not actually think like it was going to go that way. Yeah, it was
0: it was very hostile until it wasn't. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I actually thought like you know the the board of Twitter was gonna like you know I like I had a feeling they'd rather like you know I thought they were going to like you know either like die with the company rather than like give it up to him, but apparently it didn't happen. So well,
0: there's just nothing really really could do about it because if they didn't sell, they were probably gonna get litigation up the wazoo from their shareholders. Ron DeSantis was on their tail um and also you had company the big companies they were helping Elon Musk with the bid so it wasn't exactly yeah I think it was it was a long time coming I think but anyways so let's talk about it anyways so they go this is this is how it went so Elon Musk and Twitter come to a tentative deal the deal is for 44 billion dollars that's a it's a lot of dough that is a lot of dough that is a lot of dough The important thing to remember before we talk about other things is that everyone is celebrating like it already happened. Didn't happen yet. Everyone needs to calm down. There are lots of things that can happen to make this deal not go through. So it's very important that we we watch out and we, we temper our celebrations until it fully goes through. Elon Musk is not the CEO of Twitter yet. Um, although although it looks like Parag Agrawal is on his way out uh it seems that Elon Musk already has a replacement for Parag Agrawal So yeah did you hear about how the the lady was crying uh Vijaya, Vijaya Gade
1: No what happened there
0: So the lady who's responsible for all the censorship on Twitter Vijaya Gade she's the big lawyer she was on she was very famously on Twitter, uh, Tim Poole's podca- podcast and she was essentially with what's his face uh, Dorsey and she she constantly said like oh you know we don't know about the examples and we don't know all about the censorship and whatever and basically from insiders seem to say that she's responsible for all the Twitter censorship so she's probably
1: on her way out oh maybe I don't know, um yeah. but like you said, a lot can happen because these things take months to to finalize and there's a lot yeah. of paperwork involved, and plus you also need to pay off all the investors um you know their money um that's essentially what happens basically it's like let's say you had you know you had shares in Twitter, you know all basically you know it just gets liquidated,
0: so. yeah, right. Uh, there's also there's also the 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 thing of like even when Musk does acquire Twitter, there's a lot of things that need to change the policies. It's a big corporation, so the wheels turning. It's probably going to take a while. I would say six months is uh is a good time frame to see everything go through. I would say. Yeah,
1: but what's even better is to see people's reaction towards it. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true people's rea- the 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 left was going nuts left was going nuts uh everyone was saying oh my god this is terrible how could they allow this to happen uh to the point where the fcc had to make an announcement saying that they're not going to block the sale and that there's nothing wrong with Elon Musk buying Twitter can you repeat that the fcc came out and said there's nothing wrong with Elon Musk buying Twitter because apparently everyone was complaining to the fcc trying to get the fcc well to the pay fcc the sale.
1: can't do anything well what- the FCC is not is not in charge of the internet. I mean, there's no the internet is not regulated.
0: No, but uh, they're saying that it's like communication, something, something. Yeah, communication. but that's broadcasting.
1: So, like for example, like that's why on you know uh, regular broadcasting they you know bleep out you know curse words because the FCC doesn't allow it. But because all these streaming services are on the internet, they're allowed to you know do all these things because the internet's not regulated
0: oh for sure he that's what he said that the commissioner of the fcc i'm just reporting what the commissioner of the fcc said he said exactly what you said uh what 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 else is interesting is the day like a couple days after the, the the sale was announced all these uh accounts the conservative accounts they started getting a ton of followers did you hear about that
1: Yeah, that I did hear about.
0: So what what were the numbers there? I'm going to look up the numbers. Let's see here. Get boost in followers. This is on The Verge. Social media data analyzed by The Verge shows conservative accounts winning and liberals losing out. This was literally a couple days after the sale. So Elon Musk buys Twitter. This is a, a chart. It says here, essentially... This chart shows that, like, it, it went up, like, a huge percentage uh, for certain accounts, such as Donald Trump Jr., Tucker Carlson, uh, things like that. And people are saying that it's because the Twitter employees are essentially cleaning up shop before Musk shows up. Because Musk didn't just buy the company, he bought the evidence.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess so, because when you're buying the company, you're buying everything that's confidential within the company.
0: Right. So they're trying to clean up the code so that, you know, they can't say, Oh, Twitter was, cause like, imagine Elon Musk gets there and they still have all these protocols in place to ban conservatives or to shadow ban them or to stifle their accounts. Right. And then all of a sudden Elon Musk comes in, he, sh- he shows everyone the receipts. They're trying to clean up the code. So that doesn't happen. But this is, you know, this is a giant proof that this happened. Well,
1: I don't know how easy or difficult that would be because it's not like you know when there's like a, an embassy or or something in a in a foreign country, like you know when when they c- closed down the Chinese embassy in Texas and then China did the same thing to America, like both embassies start like burning and like destroying all the paperwork, you know that yeah you know, those type of things. So. You know, burning and and destroying paper is much easier than reversing code because you have to reverse the code without affecting the other code.
0: Well, that's why people are saying that this happened because essentially they were undoing stuff that happened in the past, and it kind of had an effect on the other stuff. So, like a lot of accounts that were they say were affected by January sixth. They were essentially unshadow banned, and that like boosted a ton of accounts.
1: Very interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, regardless, um, we're very happy to hear this news, and we look forward to opening our own Twitter accounts very soon.
1: Woohoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, th- but see. You would think like, oh, this is a victory, and it is a victory because the left is crying and screaming about it, but the left is not going down without a fight. So here's what happened at the Biden administration. The Biden administration announced that they had opened a national disinformation governance board designed to fight disinformation coming from foreign actors and outside sources, and uh, this was revealed – I think on Wednesday by Department of Homeland Security Director Alejandro Mayorkas and everyone has been very upset about this everywhere from conservatives even some liberals were kind of upset about it. And uh yeah, I it's very hard not to see how this is uh this can be mistaken for a ministry of truth like in 1984. It's very hard to see how that's not that.
1: I mean, I under I mean They say that the path to hell is paved with good intentions. So, I mean, obviously, you know, if you just have information flying everywhere, then you're not going, you're going to have misinformation. But at the same time, you, if you allow the government to regulate that, then they can potentially, yes, use that for their own Um you know, advantage or they can control the narrative, which they kind of already do. So I don't really understand, you know,
0: <laughs> well, that they why. did that. Like I was saying, they previously did that through the use of Twitter, right? Because they would put, you know how, like you go on Facebook and you post something about COVID-19 and they have the warning on the bottom. Yeah. like Yeah. So that's how they used to do things with Twitter. They used to, what they, and this is, I used to talk to my friends about this, and this is the big problem with the social media, is that the social media is not independent. A lot of the people who work at the social media, they're very chummy with the guys in the government. The government says, hey, listen, we want you to do uh, promote such and such a message, and the social media goes, okay, sure thing, no problem, right? So the, the idea is that essentially now you have all these different, you know, well, now that Twitter was bought, right? So now they have to figure out the new way to control the narrative. So now they're just going to open a branch of the government. So already you have a bunch of senators and congressmen saying they're going to make a bill to uh, Well, you think it.
1: it's because – it's not because of the Russian-Ukraine war. You think it's because of Twitter and Elon Musk? Of course. All right.
0: Yeah. I, it's so it's so obvious. The reality is that uh, – before they used Twitter and it was a much more, I guess, better way to control it because then they don't have to get their hands dirty. But if Twitter is now owned by someone who's just going to allow people to say what they want on the internet, the government needs a way to, like a, a department that gets people to go and, you know, talk about the things they want to talk about and promote the narratives they want to promote. The thing is, is, there is disinformation that comes from other com- countries, right? And that's, that's to be expected, right? Um it's called propaganda, right? Americans America used to send uh I don't want to call it disinformation because it's not disinformation, but they used to have freedom radio blasting in Russia, right? The idea that, you know, oh there's there's never going to be information coming from the enemy, right? That's that's very silly. I don't think that the the country's wrong in saying that there's going to be disinformation they're wrong in trying to control it cuz i really i really think there is value in hearing the propaganda.
1: Sorry, can you repeat what you said?
0: No, i said there's value in hearing the propaganda, hearing what they say and
1: yeah, i guess because they're trying to promote you know, uh national, you know, national pride, you know, in order to, you know, fight. Yeah, well, that's
0: that's but I, I don't want to prevent anyone from hearing it. And also, you, like you said, the minute you give the government something, it becomes a tool of the government. And uh, there, there is a problem with the government saying, oh, this is information, this is disinformation. Because the reality is is that, just like everything else, the government's going to mock it up and they're going to say, this is right, this yeah. is wrong. Once you
1: give the government like control over something, first of all, it ruins it. Second of all, it uh it never goes back okay the only one that went back was you know prohibition and you know alcohol that's the only one that went back but other than that you know uh, once you if you give an inch they take a you know they they take a mile
0: <laughs> that's yeah, yeah that is very very true so you're gonna see oh, and the the person headed to uh, direct this board of just dis- discover um, disinformation. She's not a serious person. Apparently, she was on TikTok making a song about disinformation using Mary Poppins. Which is why do these people do this? I don't understand. It's so. It's very lame. Getting
1: influencers to control our stuff.
0: It's so lame. It's so. Oh my God. (laughs) It's so bad. Why do they think TikTok is. I do know. Like do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Why? Because TikTok itself is Chinese malware.
0: No, it's not just Chinese malware, it's also just cringe. Some
1: of it is cringe.
0: Some of it's very cringe. You remember those videos, uh those TikTok clips where it was essentially praising Dr. Fauci and talking about COVID vaccines?
1: Um, I didn't see that clip, but I've seen oh. other really funny videos. <laughs> Oh, you
0: didn't see Pfizer girl. Oh, that was so bad. There was a new, gr- you know, the song Barbie girl, right? Yeah. So someone made a TikTok saying I'm a Pfizer girl. In oh
1: God. A- stop it. Oh no. So bad. <laughs> just stop right there. Don't finish It was finish so it. bad. It was
0: so bad. It was so bad. Oh my God. Yeah. So these people are just cringe. And these are the people like, and, and do you remember seeing that video with the, with the, with the guy who dressed up? in ladies' clothes and had the long nails and was working for Jen Saki.
1: No, I didn't see that one. Oh, that was
0: also so bad. What is it I, guess it's a buy- good
1: thi- I guess it's a good thing I haven't seen these, because seeing your reaction <laughs> from seeing these is making me happy that I did not see them.
0: Well, it still wasn't as bad as Ruth Bader Ginsburg Haftara, but it was still pretty bad.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Ruth Bader Ginsburg Haftarah, I think, was the worst thing I've ever seen. What did she do? No, it wasn't her. It's when you, so a year and something ago, she passed away. And she yeah. passed away over Rosh Hashanah. And so, yeah. so that basically, for our non-Jewish viewers, on all the um, Sabbath and the holidays, typically we read a portion from the Torah – which is the five books of Moses. And we read a portion from elsewhere. So from like prophets or from writings, which are other books in the, what you guys call, or what some people call the old Testament, the Hebrew Bible. And, but there was a synagogue, a reform or reform temple, I should say. And this should tell you everything you need to know that decided instead of reading that portion of the day that is traditionally read on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, when they found out that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, they decided to just read Ruth Bader Ginsburg quotes in the tune that they sing the those portions in.
1: Oh, is, that's super cringe. Oh, it was
0: very <laughs> cringe. It was very. It was.
1: Why it was do very you? Cringe. Why do you put yourself through this? It's it's,
0: <laughs> it's something. Listen, you have to see it, and then once you see like two seconds of it, you're like, no, no, no I can't see this anymore. You're like when something's so cringe, you have to watch
1: it. No, I usually turn it off when it's that cringy.
0: Yeah. <sighs> oh well, no, it was so bad that I had to see it, and then I had to turn it off. That's how it was so. Ba- like, they so bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, so there's that. Is there anything else to say about this topic, or do we need to go to topic number three? I
1: don't know. This is this topic is getting pretty cringe, so we might have to move on.
0: <laughs> we might have to move on. Yeah. To a better topic, I think this is actually speaking of uh, it's the Supreme Court, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The Supreme Court is going to be turning to, uh, overturning Roe v. Wade.
1: All right. So, what does that mean for people who don't know?
0: So, the basically what that means is is that you, you remember how when they put uh, Amy Coney Cone, Cone Barrett on the Supreme Court, and everyone said, "Oh, they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade now." Yeah. Yeah, so now they're doing it. Roe v. Wade is a Supreme Court decision that was made in the sixties, I believe. Let me just double check that. No, it was nineteen seventy-three. My bad. It was in the seventies. Mobby Anyways, so they they made this decision in the nineteen seventies that the the government cannot interfere with a woman's right to get an abortion in in any meaningful sort of way, right? Okay. And so this decision was altered once, and I think it was um, Casey versus. Uh, it was another court decision that was
1: Parenthood versus Casey.
0: Plain, Planned Parenthood plan, versus plan,
1: Casey. Yeah, yeah, Planned Parenthood versus Casey.
0: Yeah, Planned Parenthood versus Casey. They 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 changed the ruling a bit, but overall, in the United States, it's still pretty much legal to get an abortion. You have to you have to allow it now. The Supreme Court now that it has a five-three majority, a five-four majority rather, five-four majority in the Supreme Court, uh, it's it's in favor of conservatives. They, I guess, they're now they heard a case and they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade, and this and the this decision is case? being drafted. What?
1: What case?
0: So this is uh Voters strike down the draft. For, um, let me see here. Yeah, i don't I don't know what the case is they're they because they're you know how the Supreme Court operates right
1: um I mean it's nine judges
0: right but I was saying more that it's it's not a a, a court it's in a it's an appellate court do you know what that is no so basically you don't go to the Supreme Court to you know talk about a case the first time. Things have to go get up to the Supreme Court. You appeal a decision to the Supreme Court. So what happens is, is that people, they go, they sue people, they sue this, they sue that, and, and, and cases eventually get up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court makes a decision, right? And those decisions have very important ramifications. So a lot of these big decisions that we see nowadays are being made by the Supreme Court. They have to do with all sorts of different issues. I believe in New Jersey, they're actually trying to get a case to go in front of the Supreme Court regarding the gun laws in New Jersey because they 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 essentially they violate the Second Amendment according to some people, which I would agree with. but uh, the, but basically you can't the Supreme Court doesn't just say things. things have to get to the Supreme Court and they make a decision based on it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. so essentially a case had to have gone through. To the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court had to make a decision whether to, uh, you know, to accept the ruling of Roe v. Wade or to reject it. And it seems that they are rejecting it. So the draft, it's being written by Justice Samuel Alito. Quote is a full-throated, unflinching unfl- repudiation of the 1973 decision, which guaranteed federal c- constitutional protections of abortion rights and a subsequent. 1992 decision, Planned Parenthood v. Casey, that largely maintained the right, Politico reported. So Politico, (coughs) sorry, sorry, sorry. So Politico reported that this is what's going on, that the Supreme Court is going to end Roe v. Wade, which makes sense because we have five justices that seemingly were put there to end Roe v. Wade. So that's that.
1: Alright, So, and what what do you think, what ramifications do you think they'll have? So, as of right now, there
0: are 13 states with trigger laws.
1: Okay, which means?
0: That essentially, the minute Roe v. Wade is overturned, 13 states will immediately ban abortion.
1: Wow. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, and, and this is, I think, a good thing. I don't think it's, I, I think it's a good thing that they're kind of doing this that they're not allowing just abortion
1: on demand um it's funny i don't really have the biggest opinion on this topic specifically um whether i mean i don't know it's it's uh, not simple
0: i don't think i i don't think it's simple but th- this is the thing we live in a society where everything is so transactional. There's no, the whole abortion debate is is on basically, oh, I consent, I don't consent to being pregnant, right? There's there's birth control and there's this and there's that, but the reality is is as follows: if you want to live in a society that thinks more about the bigger society and not just individuals you have to recognize that there are realities right and the reality is is that life theoretically starts at conception and maybe we maybe there needs to be an abortion here because you know the mother's life is in danger or maybe we allow abortion in this case or that case but broadly speaking we have to be a society that values so- uh, a humanity and you can't have a society based society where everyone thinks about people other than themselves if the minute pregnancy is inconvenient for someone they just abort it the reality is is that you aren't an individual that you are part of a family you are part of a family with you know a mother and a father brothers sisters hopefully children right and those children that people have and they you know they abort those are part of their family too and we can't live in a society where if it just isn't convenient, we just cut those ties. I think this will be very good for the family unit. Ignoring the moral ramifications of abortion in terms of, you know, whether you're killing someone, whether you're not killing someone. This is going to be very good for the family that, you know, the minute you get pregnant, that, that's, a, that's a family. Right? You, you have a, a, a child and you have to take care of that child. And maybe that can reframe the way we look at family in this country, in the United States.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, it's not like people won't be able to get abortions. They just have to go to a different state then.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's not banning abortion. It's just saying that it's based on state. So in New York, if they still want abortions, they're going to have abortions. It's just that in Texas, they're not going to have abortions. But uh, there's always going to be people who don't want that. Anyways, I think it's
1: kinda like what I think people are upset because they were upset like they were upset with the gay marriage stuff that like it went by state and then they met, made it a federal law that each state needs to accept it. And so that's what Road versus Wade was, is that was it federal and now they're making it by the state? Well, yeah, Roe correct, v.
0: Wade made it federal and now it's by state.
1: If if it goes through.
0: Well, it is gonna go through. If the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade then
1: uh-huh. Alright. And what, what's New what's Jer- oh, New Jersey's law?
0: Abortion friendly.
1: Uh-huh. In New York?
0: Abortion friendly.
1: Uh-huh. In Florida? <laughs>
0: I I think <laughs> let me see what the trigger laws are.
1: I'm joking, I'm pretty sure Florida is, is not abortion friendly.
0: Uh no, they don't have trigger laws yet.
1: Oh, Texas?
0: Texas has trigger laws, of course. Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana,
1: Mississippi,
0: Missouri, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming all have yeah, trigger I'm not laws. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so I think that's it for today.
1: Yeah, we're gonna keep it nice, short, and sweet this uh, this week. Um, and yeah, so that's our episode. Smash the like button. Share the video with your friends and subscribe to the channel. In addition, we are available on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can reach out to us by sliding into our DMs at the right side of the compass or by commenting on the video. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to you joining us next time.